We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome to Harry Potter Minute, you guys, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Laguna. And we have another guest with us today. We have Alex Montgomery, my friend Alex. How are you? I'm doing great, Gary. How about you? I'm doing all right. It's really great to have you here. Thanks for being with us No today. problem. No problem. Uh, uh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. All right. Before we get into the minute, do you want to talk about like what your... Um, Hogwarts history. Hogwarts history. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I don't really remember a time before Harry Potter because <laughs> I like that. I'm of a certain age where it just started getting big as I was growing up in okay. elementary school, and I think probably the first movie I remember seeing in theaters is Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. So. And as I got to a reading age, and as I started reading more books, Harry Potter was like. Did you see Always. the movie? Did you see the movie before you read the book? I did because I was three. What was? Oh, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I'm very young. Aww, I'm just you so far. That's he was fine. A baby. No, <laughs> see, that's because I that's so young. was like, I was only like eight, maybe when the movie came out. But I got the book. I actually went through that's my books. Feel old. I went through my books so and realized good. that my um. My copy of Chamber of Secrets is a first edition. Really? Hardback, yeah. Ooh. I think, I'm pretty sure my copy of Chamber is a hardback too, but I think I got that at a thrift store. Yeah. Right. Uh, which I didn't, I wouldn't even know to look for anything like that when I was a kid. My books are in terrible shape, but I'm pretty sure that everyone except for the first one is a first edition hardback. Okay. That's cool. Um, just because I, I got into it like right off the bat. Uh, I was given it for like Christmas or something. I was like six or mm-hmm. seven. Like, I yeah. Know, I think it was like the right age. And then that movie came out, and I had already at least read I read the crap out of Sorcerer's mm. Stone. Um, I think that's that's obvious. That's absolutely the book I read the most. But I read all of them. So if you saw the movie when you were three, mm-hmm. you said, and how old were you when you finally picked up that first book? Probably around six or seven. Sure. Oh. I started pretty young. I think it's a good age. I read. That is a good I age. read them to my little sisters when they were about that age. Oh, okay. So have you done all the Pottermore stuff? I know? have, and I made sure to check again because I it had been a long time since I checked Pottermore. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. So what yeah. the you? the site's gone through a whole revamp. It, it has. has. It's nice. ever since it first started. Like I don't even know what year it was. Like 2012, so, something, something like that. It's been like five years. Christ. Okay. <laughs> um. So I had always identified as a Ravenclaw, and oh. way back when Pottermore. Not Pattermore. Pottermore. <laughs> uh, started up. I took the test and I was starting Ravenclaw, and I'm like, great. And then I took it again because I had to make a new account because I lost my password or something. Yeah. I took the test again, and much to my surprise, I had found I was sorted into Gryffindor. <laughs> okay. So there are a lot of. Um, I took a quiz today. How we both did, actually. We both uh-huh. um, but I've seen. Uh, people that have been sorted twice by Pottermore that's happened the same sort of way, where like they went through that revamp and a lot of people mm-hmm. had to retake it, or um, 
when I first started taking the Pottermore quiz, I made new accounts over and over because I wanted to be a Gryffindor and it right. sorted me into Ravenclaw. Nice. Um, I took a quiz today that was like, which like dual house? Like if you, because people have traits that kind of fit into both, mm-hmm. what would you be? And I got a Ravenclaw. Oh. So, and, so I think, I think it's kind of accepted. Uh, our guest last week, uh, Scott Corelli from Dueling Genre also got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a <laughs> Slitherclaw. I did. That's very common, I think. It, I Just cunning and claw. intelligent. Yeah, I don't think that it's, I think that it's, I'm, uh, the I'm Ravenclaw balance, I think the Ravenclaw balance gives you, yeah, it's, it's, I think it selects for the better traits of the Slytherin house. Exactly. Because, like, I think mm-hmm. cunning yeah, yeah. and, like, ingenuity. This is basically telling me I'm smart. I'm smart. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'm conflicted. Smart and ruthless. <laughs> Don't mess with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I was conflicted. I'm like, oh, that's, but I just think because Slytherin has that bad rep. Yeah, But I'm all like, no, screw that. Well, I'm all like, cause Snape. Cause that's all I gotta think of. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're half headmaster. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, how about like, Patronus? Patronus, yeah. I I got a weasel. A weasel. <laughs> so how do you feel about that? You know, okay. not that strongly about. Okay. It. Because <laughs> I, I know that Arthur Weasley got a weasel, and I really oh, like Arthur I didn't Weasley. Know that. Really, you didn't, I didn't know, know that? that. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I read it somewhere like years and years ago that Arthur Weasley's Patronus is a weasel, and I'm like, that makes sense because <laughs> Weasley. Arthur Weasley. Weasley. Aww. <laughs> Aww. That's poor cute. Arthur. No, I got a hyena. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like... That's the Slytherinness oh. coming out. Right, I see, see it. Bit, yeah. see it, right? Your yeah. Slytherin is showing. Yes. <laughs> ew, no. <laughs> I don't like that. Never mind. I shouldn't have made that creepy. joke. <laughs> it's like, ew, uh, It's like, put that away. Uh, stop <laughs> that. <laughs> that's I terrible. A, I got a wolf. See, that's cool. Well, that's, that, yeah, that's cool. I think right. I got, I think I got the yeah, best. Yeah, like you got the best out of this. <laughs> I us. did. Yeah. I did. I'm still really jealous of that guy with the orangutan. Only because that's really cool. In that him, cool? like you said, he was like yeah, a big. He was dude. a big guy. The orangutans were big. So Imagine a like, big no, silver orangutan fighting some dementors. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. That would be cool. <laughs> actually, so cool. War for the planet of Azkaban. I don't like that. That went the wrong. No. It went sideways at the end. What did you I wanted do to make it to mentor related and it didn't work. <laughs> womp womp. Escape from the island of Azkaban. There we go. Yeah, hey, no, it doesn't yeah, work. No. no, no. Give up. <laughs> so today, on this Monday, we're talking about uh, minute number 46. Minute 46 starts with Harry sitting on the sorting stool. I wrote sorting stool in all caps because I thought it was silly. <laughs> and it ends with the Weasley's well, what else do you th- what else do they use it's it for? It's the sorting stool. No, it, it, it does say, like, in the Sorting Hat wiki that he is supposed to be placed on a stool, whether it be three or four-legged. It doesn't matter. It's specifically said three or four-legged stool. Well, because there, you, we really have trouble stools. with two-legged stools. Yeah, you can't really have a two-legged stool. It wouldn't you can't really have a five-legged stool. I mean, you could. You could. very crowded. <laughs> It would be very thin legs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spindly. Spindly legs. Wouldn't really have uh, much of a leg to stand on. Oh, oh that's terrible. That's very good. Very Get good. Out of here. I that's, applaud you. That's that's the Gary influence that comes out somewhere. Minute 46 ends with the Weasleys welcoming Harry to their table. Um, on one side, and then... Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll save that. <laughs> that happens later. Uh, it's so funny. Um, so Harry gets sorted this minute. 
Mm-hmm. That's really like the crux of the minute. <laughs> right. That's um, the important part. Yeah, we we see the hat put on Harry's head. Um Chris Columbus in the director commentary talks about how the hat is a wire mesh because it's all digitally done and it has just a bunch of little green spots on it for them to like mocap yeah. mocap over. Exactly. Exactly. And then he talks about how he wanted to make the hat feel like a tangible object and it was really there. Okay. So he felt that this shot that's the panning shot that goes all the way around Harry's head that like, really makes it seem like it does exist because you're seeing this digital thing moving from every direction. Every angle. It's a 3D rendered model. It's not just like a it's not just like a flat image drawn on top of Harry's head. And honestly for 2001 CGI, this is pretty good. Yeah, you know, yeah, there are yeah. a lot of moments of CGI in this movie that I think are Really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Columbus really wanted to do as many practical effects as he could. Yeah. So there are a ton of moments. I guess even we talked last week with Scott Corelli about how most of the candles are CGI made because they had a fire where one oh. of the candles fell. But Chris Columbus in the director commentary says that they still do have some of the candles like suspended in, okay. in there. But I think that most of it's a digital effect. Um. But we saw a really great digital effect with Harry um, appearing on platform nine and three quarters mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, and that was one where they just built the brick tunnel, right? Yeah, and exactly. Just walks through. Oh, yeah. I thought that was so cool. That's re- that's really good. I it, well, I I love. I particularly love the very end of that moment with the, the trolley attendant that walks by and it kind of wipes clean the brick wall behind him, so it's yeah. like seamless. Oh, that's really great. Um, so this is like one of the biggest digital effects. This one, the troll and Quidditch are like the major. CGI projects. In this. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talk about Quidditch in a few weeks, we'll get to talk about how it's basically an animated movie for like 20 minutes. Basically. <laughs> basically. And you can kind of tell. You can. Yeah. They do a really good job. Yeah. They did do a lot of shots of, well, we'll talk about this when we get there, but a lot of shots of the kids against green screens on their brooms for like still moments. But anytime anyone's like in motion, yeah. it's pretty much just animated. You can it, see like yeah. the twins like animated behind him. Or like Harry mm-hmm. when he's on the back of the troll is just an animated. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Especially that. Yeah. Because was- I was watching it like a few weeks ago and it got to the troll part and I'm like, Oh, that's, this is that's you're not, a cartoon. Yeah, that's not that's not that's really not Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, they couldn't mm-hmm. have done that. He would have broken his neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's, this isn't, this isn't happening. Um, you, okay, actually, last week I, I failed to talk about um, the names of these characters, uh, the, these people, but um, we had two people that were responsible for the hat here. We have the voice. The voice is Leslie Phillips. Was that the name I said last week? I talked about it when we had Scott on. I'm pretty sure Leslie Phillips is the name of the guy that is the voice of the hat. <laughs> um, however, there are two people that are responsible for actually making the hat. Uh, it is this woman, Judiana Makovsky who is the head of their costume department. Um, she's the one who actually built the physical hat, like the actual, like, they built like three or four of them that are like real costume hats. And then this one that we see is created by the visual effects supervisor, Bob Legato, who we'll talk about again later in the week. Um, but he was responsible for like digitizing the hat and really making it like be able to talk and move. And um, I love that like, one of the folds in the fabric of the hat is the mouth. Of the yeah, that's no, it's a really cluttered. intriguing effect. I like yeah, it. yeah, because it's not we're not taking this hat and like giving it human features. Human, yeah, like, we're that's just, just silly. distorting. Like that's just it looks silly. like a natural way that silly. it like folds in on itself to give itself the it's gotta have a natural the, the heavy brow and the mouth. It's, 
Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. It's very cool. Um, I wrote a little bit last week about the care, like all the people that we see in the background. Um, this shot in particular, we see every professor that's around the table, and most of them I don't know. I feel like that's only because. One, in the books, we only ever hear about a certain amount of professors. Like, we never really learn about who teaches arithmancy or yes. any of those, like, obscure subjects that Hermione takes because she's a nerd. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact... She needs to take everything. Do yeah. you know the names of the professors of, oh, some, of the smaller, okay. some of the smaller classes? Arithmancy was taught by Septima Vector. Okay, I think I remember Vector. that. Vector, because... Yep. Yeah. Astronomy is Aurora Sinestra. Okay. Uh, magical Creatures Before Hagrid. Grubbly Plank, right? Uh, that was while he was gone. That was while he was gone. No, before you're right. Before Hagrid was a, was someone named Sylvanus Kettleburn. Okay. And then there's the Muggle Studies Professor Charity Burbage. I remember Charity Burbage. But I think there's other subjects that we still... There's like an alchemy class that gets mentioned at one point. That okay. I don't think we ever get the alchemy professor for. No, I don't think so. We don't see Professor Bins in this, but oh, he's we don't the see Professor Bins professor. in anything. No, which I think would be great. Yeah, because he'd be another. We have more ghosts to talk about later. Oh, in the week, yeah. But I would love to talk about Bins if we had seen him. If only. Mm. Yeah. Wait, not even. Well, is he? He's not even any deleted scenes, is he? No, they didn't no, ask him. So. That's uh, Victoria found out a lot of information about Peeves last week. Yeah, they they did they did film Peeves' scenes. Mm-hmm. Like he was cast, they filmed it. And, and then they didn't use cut them all out. So cut sad. them all out. It was just in this movie, though, right? They didn't film anything for any later ones. Yeah, I think it was only this one. It was pretty. I'm pretty sure it's only this one. Yeah, just like all those other little added things, like they tried the green contacts for Harry, and that didn't work out. We'll um, see the green contacts, and we'll see like Hermione's uh, her prosthetic plus teeth, teeth and stuff in the once. Yep, uh, the it. first scene. Well, we'll talk about it when we get there. That's uh, all the way. Yeah, all of that stuff is like all just uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but the guy who's playing. Um, I've already forgotten his name. Uh, the guy who played Peeves. Oh. If anyone listening are fans of other movies, he was Fred in the movie Drop Dead Fred, which is oh, what yeah. I know him from. Oh, yeah. From. He's, he's, I've, yeah. I've seen that movie. I love that movie. That movie is very entertaining. Uh, what a guy to play Peeves. That's him. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, Fred, that, that ginger, he's ginger hair. Yeah. Uh, I think it's perfect. Like, as soon as I saw his face, I was like, oh, yes, I remember this guy from this movie. Now that you're telling me that this was the one that's going to be Peeves, I'm like, yes, this yeah. was perfect. Why didn't this happen? But oh well. We don't get it. Yeah. There's a lot of things that got, there, there aren't a lot of do things we even that got get, cut We out, don't even that's... get a Bloody Baron? We do. We do get a Bloody Baron. We'll talk about later. him later in this week. But not as much, I mean, not as much as it would have been if Peeves was there, but if Peeves was afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. The Bloody Baron. I think the only time we ever see the Bloody Baron is, is in the scene that we'll talk about this okay. week. Um, that's a shame. That is a shame. I think even the Fat Friar is the same thing. I think we don't ever see him again. Yeah, other you than get like just that little bit. Basically, yeah, we only ever see. We see. Uh, we Sir see Nicholas nearly Hedna's Nick. I think in most of the movies. Yeah, in most of them, definitely. And then he's like the only reoccurring. And then we see the gray lady, lady comes back at the end at Deathly Hollows. Yep, part two. Part two. Um. That's later in the week, though. But yeah, there's like half the professors that are around this table. I don't recognize them. I don't know who they are. I have no idea. And um, I made a note that is really interesting that like all the all the professors that I recognize are on one side of the table, and then Hagrid's on the other side with all the people that I don't know. <laughs> and I I think that visually it's kind of like oh even the rest of the professors see him as kind of like a separate. He's just the gamekeeper. He's mm-hmm. not a professor. He's not. Why is he even sitting at their table? Yeah, they're 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 being very uh 
It's like we're the cool kids. We're gonna sit on this side, and like you're not. Yeah, cool. you like, can sit with all the no name people. That we yeah, it's like along. we teach all the core subjects. You yeah. can just sit over there with the yeah. With who knows? Who, know, who, who knows, knows his name? <laughs> we don't even know. Um. So so Harry, the the hat tells Harry that it's really difficult to place him. But you know, the hat doesn't even mention Slytherin. Not directly. Before Harry says it. Um, not directly. Because Harry says not Slytherin. Because... And then he goes, oh, well, not he Slytherin, says eh? That Harry has plenty of courage, mm-hmm. not a bad mind, that there's plenty of talent, oh yes, I wrote oh yes, because... Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, yes. And yes. a thirst to prove himself. And I think that idea, that, like, thirst to prove himself, that, like, not, I don't, I feel like ambition is more of a Gryffindor word, even. But I feel like the delivery of that is kind of a, like... I think the use of the word thirst. Well, I, I think it's the delivery of it. Okay. It it kind of evokes this sense of, like, you might go too far. Mm. Um, Because then, when Harry says not, not Slytherin, Slytherin, the hat tells him... uh Slytherin could help you on the path to great, and that's yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. Yes! Because okay, <laughs> way 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 back in Ollivander's shop, yes, <laughs> the this way that he the way that he uses the word great <laughs> in that context, and the way that you guys described it as uh, terrible but significant. Yes, it's the way that I think that the way that the word great is used in just this Wizarding world. I have something here. It's that when you're in a society where more or less everyone has some sort of magical power. Yeah. The idea of making an achievement that's significant, whether it be altruistic or detrimental to everyone in general, a lot of value is placed on that. Yes. And just from a sociological standpoint, that's really, really interesting, I thought. (laughs) Yeah, I like, um, I like that there's this looming threat that keeps kind of getting reiterated, especially over the last couple there, weeks. There's, that, like, there's all this apprehension. Harry could go back. Yeah. Like, it's like in the back of everyone's mind without, even without, like, subconsciously in the back of their mind, like, there's not a witch or wizard who went could, bad who wasn't in slip. Like, he could, he could do something. He could, like, we don't know. You could be great. Terrible. 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 Yes, Ollivander yes. will still like you. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Let's I see. knew that kid when he was just starting out. I sold him his wand. I sold him his wand. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, it's pretty terrible. No, but I, I like, like, he doesn't mention it, but he's right out was like, not slithering. Yeah. Not well, I think it's just, that's probably because Malfoy left such a bad impression. He's like, I don't want to be with that kid. Yeah. No. Especially after he chewed out, the way he chewed out Ron mm-hmm. in the scene preceding this, and he'd already made friends with Ron on the train. Yeah. Some wizarding families are better than others. And then Harry has Sassy enough- Harry with him not-, not Yeah, not Sassy Harry has Harry. enough sense to just be like, no, no, about this kid. I'll, I'll yeah. make that decision myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can, uh, I think I can figure this out. Because like, like, I'm, 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 a, I'm a smart kid. Do you think, how much time do you think is passing here? Can everyone hear with the interaction going on? I really it hope seems, not. I don't. I know. I know. That would be like really so invasive. Here is my. I think 
that all of this is happening in Harry's head. Okay, because in the books, he's thinking, not yes, talking. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You're right. And but I here, think this is a shows the hat moving its mouth, though. Because how would you shoot this? Would you shoot this silent and have them, like, ADR lines over it? Mm. I don't think it looks as effective yeah, if the true. hat's not interacting with him, turning his head and, like, Do, making like, like, actually, like, having a conversation in a way. Mm-hmm. Does this happen for everybody? Well, we hear the hat. He does say, like, Talk about, things. Yeah, say little things for the other people about. that get sorted. Like, he's like, another <laughs> Weasley. Sure. Except for Malfoy, who's like, it's a take Get him away from this kid. <laughs> this away. horrible monster. I don't want to read his thoughts. Damn Malfoy. Mm. See, but notice it's not the same thing like the Weasley. The Weasley's like, oh, another Weasley kid with Malfoy. It's all like, oh, there's only this That's why I ask, how much time do you think is passing? Is this just for our benefit sitting here watching the movie that it takes... Only these particular people and these particular people as opposed yeah. to like, well, if it does, not watching everyone. If it does happen in real time, then everyone's just staring at Harry in silence. <laughs> yes. Well, the hat communicates for with him telepathically. For seconds. <laughs> They're just very, like, enraptured into, like, what's, what, what's what gonna house happen? is he going to be in? Where's he going to be? Well, of course if they want to know what house the is going to be in. He's Harry Potter. Potter. Jinx. Yeah. How many students are there every year? Well, the crowd it, looks something like, I don't know, like 50 kids. That's what we said last week, too. We're, it we're looks saying, like, like maybe if it changes from year to year, if there's a wizarding sure. baby boom, you know, maybe there's going to be a bunch of them that year, or maybe there's not. It's weird so that the baby boom happened year. before the death of... Do you think that the students... No, I, my guess is that, like, it's a coincidence that, that there's this many kids that were born this year. Right. I bet you, like, two years from now... That the kids that were born, like, were conceived, like, after the fall of Voldemort, I bet you there could be twice as many kids. Probably, yeah. Little wizard baby boom. Little wizard baby boom. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I would say there's, like, 50 kids, and if it takes 30 seconds to a minute per kid, the sorting ceremony alone would take almost an hour. Yeah. That's... That's pretty boring. Hey, you just got here from the train, we're also gonna make you watch this before you can eat. Yep, yep, I know you're hungry, but, uh, oh well. You can wait. Well, I think that kids in high school have to deal with waiting. True. With waiting for stuff like that all the time. That's true. Very true. Uh, that's very true. They're probably, they know how to just keep some busy of the, Some of the older themselves. kids, they already know, like, ugh, whatever. <laughs> we've, yeah, we've seen this every year for how, like, however many years. Yeah. I'm sure that as the years go on, Hermione thinks to... Keep a little book in her robe so she doesn't she's get like, bored while, while she watches. How the many sorting? Like I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we only get this sorting in the movies. Well, Terry's sorting. Well, yeah. Do we get? But we get other sortings in the. The only book that we I don't get a sorting is the second one, right? Yeah, because Ron and Harry the, are late. They're not yeah. there. Yeah, they hit the Wobbling Willow instead. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they get to wrestle with that thing. Yeah. Honestly, still preferable to sitting through like forty-five minutes of right. of, this. Mm, <laughs> of this of the sorting hat saying one of four house yeah. names every forty-five to seconds or sixty so. seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like. I don't know. There's not a lot to chew on. In this Do you think movie. people who go back to the table and they're like, "What are the sorting hats saying?" Like they want to know yeah. like what's going on. Like, I'm yeah because I want to know. Telling, I don't want to be a nosy. He's telling ass. Harry his character traits and like mm-hmm. reading yeah. his mind. Like, I would like to think that all of the students are having an interaction like this. 
I would assume like cool. they all have to have something. I it's mean, like yeah. some are easier than others. Harry's, I assume. Harry's like Malfoy. Harry's our point like of view is the reason that we he yeah. didn't talk to Malfoy. Well, he didn't even the hat doesn't even touch Malfoy's head. Yeah, it's like nope. I think that's how it's written in the book that it doesn't even touch his head. Therefore, it's like nope, Slytherin. Yeah, whatever. it just knows you're you're nothing else but mm. the Slytherin. King. It's weird. It's weird. Like everyone else gets contemplation. Like, takes a little bit of time. Well, you know, Slytherins value purity. That's so, true. It's like, nope, only Slytherin. For like, me. nothing but Slytherin. I, um, before we wrap up the minute, because we don't have, we've got about uh, 15 seconds left, but Harry's just going to get welcomed to the table. Then we're going to hear the, the iconic line, but one of the things that I noticed in the background, along with all these professors that I don't notice, or that I don't know the names of, is the, um, the hourglasses for house Oh, points. yeah. Definitely oh, are. Are, yeah, they are back. They don't ever. They're very pretty. Yeah, I don't think I like that they ever make like a prominent appearance in any of them. Oh no! Yeah, even when he gives out the points, like they don't points like points are just like, given out arbitrarily. Yeah, but there's no there like, is no like scale. Of, yeah, like, to watch the in the books they're described pretty extensively. In mm-hmm. the video games, you actually see the points. Yeah, I remember taken that. Away. Um, tapped, taken away. It's an hourglass. Like you don't flip. It's magic. Yeah, they just get sucked back up into the book. I remember in in one of the books, I think it was like Halfwood Prince, where Snape's about to take some points away from Gryffindor, but he's taken so many points away already that he can't take away anymore, so he has to add some more. So he can take them away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like Spongebob. It's like where he wants to, where Mr. Krabs wants to hire Patrick just so he could fire him. Like, <laughs> like, you're fired. I don't work here. It's like, well, you're hired. Like, yeah, I have a job. Like, you're now fired. you're fired. It's like, oh, That's exactly yeah. the same concept. I like yeah. to include that detail <laughs> in the background. There's a lot of things in the background in the Great Hall that I like a lot. Yeah. We talked last week a little bit, but um, all the wall sconces are gargoyles of the different houses, like the different house symbols. That's so you rad. can see in the background the the uh, the badger and the snake and the lion and the and the eagle they represent each of the houses, which I think is really great too. I really feel like they went all out with this movie in regards to just attention to detail and making things as true to the book as possible. Yeah, they really want you to be there. Yeah, yeah you know? definitely. I Experience think um, what they're experiencing. It's cool. They do a really good job. Um, Chris Columbus might not be the best director, but I think that like the the attention to detail, the 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 commitment to make this feel as authentic as possible, uh, is is it's one of the benefits. Definitely. I think that's one of the the reasons why this series stands so well. Um, mm-hmm. I think the practical effects is a major thing. I think that the design of Hogwarts itself and and the model that they built and the the Great Hall in particular, even J.K. Rowling says that when she came to set for the first time and she walked through the Great Hall, that it was like walking through something that she had like envisioned in her head for so like, long. Here it is real. Like, you this exists. You stand physically here. Yeah. Uh, the Great Hall is built to such detail that even the, the floor is actual real stone. Wow. So that it's still standing now yes. over 15 years later as, as real and solid as it was the day they built it. That's pretty great. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. It we'll is. get to talk about a little bit more of, uh, the Great Hall set tomorrow, cause I have some, we not as fun uh, stuff, but last, last second of, of them cheering for Harry being sorted into Gryffindor. Yeah, Harry gets a little and standing there, ovation. There's Hermione already no. hanging out with the Weasleys. Yeah. I just, I, I just it. saw something there that you've never noticed before in my okay. life, it's always bugged me. Like, okay. for one second, <clears throat> in the books, uh, once Harry gets sorted into Gryffindor, uh, the Weasley twins chant, we got Potter, and I just saw them 
mouth the words "We Got Potter." I like, and that, that is blowing my mind. No way. No, I just just watch, so watch Ren and George. Like you get to watch their mouth. Yeah, I'm a little behind, so this is gonna. I can cut out like 15 seconds. Of, I think that's pretty darn great. I love. Yeah, no, there's things like this a lot. There's. I read about a bunch of um like goofs that happen too, like characters that are seen mouthing other people's lines and like things like that. That we'll they talk said about. you can see Hermione uh, uh, Emma Watson doing that a lot because she did literally know everybody's lines. That's surprising. Like, she's Hermione. Exactly. And I'm like, of course, because of course Hermione. she knows everyone's lines. Okay, watch, watch them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Freddie George and Chanting. So like, that makes me really Potter. happy. That makes me really happy. I also like that Dumbledore can finally date himself to like actually. Yeah, talk. actually, so clap, not just that the weird. Fingers, like he did last week. It's like that's biased. That's yeah. biased. You clap for Potter, but you don't yep. clap for anybody else. Shame on you. You're not supposed to have favorites. Yeah, I like. Um, I like Harry going to sit with the Weasleys. I, I just think it's funny that Hermione's already with them. It's like I think I, that it was just like I think the table's filling from the end where the door yeah. is yeah. so they were just the empty front. Seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because like, yeah. we'll talk about I'll talk about it when we see the full table tomorrow. But right. I think that there's no one sitting on the left of Ron. Oh, I see. Well, I mean, Harry's sitting well, on the left of Ron right now. Now, yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. that later too. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about. It. I think that's everything I have for this minute, though. How do you feel? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. Did you have any more notes today, Alice? Uh, no. Yeah, I think that was everything I had. Um, we already talked about terrible but great. Uh, I, I like that, that the line that the hat gives rhymes because we don't get his song, but he says no. Well, if you're sure, better be Gryffindor. If you're sure, better be Gryffindor. Oh. He like, that's he like nice. delivers it in that way. And I'm just like, oh, that's, I mean, I'm happy with it. It's not too much. I know, I know. It's, it's not it's, too much. It's not so much as in your face, like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. a whole song would be. Uh, we'll right. have to talk about this. Are we going to talk about the songs this weekend? Is we that can. what we're doing? I think that's what we're doing yeah, on the yeah. this weekend. Those songs are silly. Because I really, I, was, I wasn't sure. Last week, uh, we talked about the Chocolate Frog cards, which I think is fancy. Go listen to that. Uh, anyone who's listening, thank you for joining us for a minute 46. Uh, if you'd like more... Harry Potter Minute content. Victoria and I record our weekend edition, The Quibbler, every weekend on Patreon. That's less than $4 a month. That's 394 cents uh, for our weekend edition. <laughs> that, that was Victoria's idea. <laughs> of course it was. So you can go check us out there and listen to The Quibbler. I remember how pleased I was when we were talking, discussing it, and can you already had like, oh, nine and three quarters, or, you know, seven dollars and thirty-one cents yeah. for seven thirty-one, and you were like, we need a really low one, and already, like, it was already in my head as you were telling me, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited. Turn the and page, I was all like, three ninety-four in your wallet. Four. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. No, that's perfect. Great. Yeah. That's so for great. less than four dollars a month, you guys can get more of Anytime that. Anytime I can work in a safe reference. Five episodes of Quibbler content to go check out mm-hmm. and more every week. So go check us out there. And, uh, I think that's everything we had. We end every episode by saying Mischief Manage. Oh, I know. Would you like He's to say like, oh, that? Know. You're ready for that. Oh, I'm, I've been ready. All right. All right. Here we go. Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed.